Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. You also find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group began investigating the disappearances and found that in Rayburn Falls Cemetery, there's an open mausoleum with the family name of Raspith on it. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So, the three of you are in a graveyard that you broke into at night. You found a uh, dug-up body or a dug-up uh, casket that's been smashed into. Uh, an arm has been stolen, and you are now in a, uh, a sepulcher, uh, like a crypt, basically, a mausoleum, and uh, you're staring at, like, an open, like, doorway, essentially. It almost looks like it would be, like, a coffin with, like, the, the panel, the, the top panel moved aside, uh, and a staircase that goes down, and you hear softly in the distance footsteps that sort of, like, you know, kind of, uh, kind of, like, tinkle away, like... Like tap shoes? Uh, no, just the echo. <laughs> Can we... not, not quite tap shoes oh. so much as the echo. Are we sure. able to tell how many sets of... You know what? I, I take that back. You don't know for sure if they're... they're so we the... could be chasing Xavier and Glover. I don't know. <laughs> Anything's possible. Okay, Thank enough. you. Uh... Yeah, so uh, uh, if you want to make a perception check there, uh, Alice, you absolutely can, and All you right. might be able to tell how many footsteps you heard, how many people's footsteps. Go ahead and yeah, roll All that right. d20, add your perception bonus. 19 plus 20, mm-hmm. 24. Wow. With a 24, you're pretty sure it's only uh, one person. You don't think that it's it's any more than that, uh, and it's it's soft. It sounds like they're they're quite a bit of a ways away. It sounds like they they were already far away. You listen for a few moments, and then they're kind of gone in the distance of whatever's down here. Okay, can I let them know that? No, sure, sure. I let them know that there's. It sounds like it's only one person. They're getting further away. Well, we've made it this far. <laughs> yeah, real far. <laughs> <laughs> well, breaking into the cemetery in the middle of the night. All that mm-hmm. good stuff. There's uh-huh. three of us. It seems like there's one of them. All right, let's go. Let's go. Absolutely. Uh, Alice, you're joining them, of course? Yes. Wonderful. So, uh, Somewhat reluctantly, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> so the three of you, uh, I want to know, are you three running down the stairs? Are you Are you? You know, just walking in a normal pace? Are you stealthing? What would you like to do? I think we should move quietly. Um, you know what? I want to go at a normal pace. Yeah, I think we should go to standard, because if you think about it, if they're walking quietly and that's the only noise we hear, 
I don't know that there's necessarily anything right there at the beginning of the... Doesn't seem like there would be a lot of stuff. Like we don't hear any other noises. That's true. Okay. I mean, so, aside from this, it's just dead silence at this point. Right. We don't want to lose them either. I mean, right. if we're tiptoeing, you know, right. that might slow things down. Let's let's start at a normal pace and then we'll slow down as we get closer. Yeah. I like it. Absolutely. So you guys walk down the stairs, and uh, the staircase is it, pretty long. Uh, like uh, at, at this point, too, I do want to know. I know uh, two of you have dark vision. But Thelonious does not. Uh, Thelonious, uh, are you sort of like, you know, like hold, hold, putting a hand on one of their shoulders and just like hoping for the best? Are you, do you have a lantern out? Do you have a light spell? What are you doing? We're going to make a Theo sandwich. I'm going to be in the middle between the two. <laughs> how, how does that work? I'm super uncomfortable with this, but whatever. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. <laughs> so uh, Thelonious is sort of like kind of in between you two, Hands blind as a bat. <laughs> yeah, just like sort of like a conga line almost is like hands on like, you know, a hand on Hannibal's shoulder. And you guys trot down the stairs at a, a fairly leisurely pace. And it takes you a few minutes and uh, you guys come down this long flight of stairs. And uh, Thelonious, once again, you're blind. You see only pitch blackness because this isn't necessarily just like a, a dark night. You're underground on a dark night like this. You can't see a damn thing. All right, I tell you what, I have a torch. And I have a cantrip of prestigitation. Is that correct? Prestigitation. All right, that's not an easy one. (laughs) No, it is not. (laughs) Can I torch my torch with that cantrip? Uh, It wouldn't be a long-lasting light. Uh, uh, If you have, like, a tinderbox or something, you can just start a fire and, like, make a... uh, because uh, uh, otherwise, like the prestidigitation spell is going to sort of create a like a shower of sparks, like a little a tiny illusion, and then it's going to fade. Well, good thing because I do have a tinderbox. <laughs> so you you create this like sort of flash of sparks that kind of fill the room, and then you oh, my surprise eyes. everyone, <laughs> and then you grab out the tinderbox, and then and I. Hold on, I'm trying to get my torch lit, everyone. And oh, uh, as uh, uh, Thelonious as, is looking around, or like sort of like trying to light the this in the dark, and you know, taking him a few moments, uh, Alice and Hannibal, you have dark vision, so 60 feet out, you can see, and you see that you're in a chamber. Uh, it looks like in front of you, where like the you know, the stairs have come down, there's a hall that leads deeper into this place. Uh, you're 60 feet of dark vision, which I believe is 60 feet for both of you. Uh, just goes out the 60 feet and then blackness. It looks like the hall continues about, you know, a little longer than that. It's just a hallway. There's no, I don't see any rooms or any doors or anything on the, on the opposite sides of the... No, there's no other rooms in here. However, uh, as soon as you walk down, you do see four different caskets that are just sort of like propped up against the wall. Oh, awesome. Have they been opened or anything or are they just with the... You're in pitch blackness right. I can't Can we... see yet. Uh, however, they uh, they do see that there are four. They are unopened. It looks like they're closed. How far away are they? I, uh, they're uh, I would say probably about like you know twenty five feet away from you. Oh, right so now. they're within. Oh, sure. It's it's a yeah, yeah absolutely. It's a, a pretty small chamber you're in, and you are in like this is the depths of a mausoleum. Presumably, this is like maybe a storage place for bodies. You're not really sure. I mean, then again, most mausoleums don't have staircases down into like the depths. So can either one of you like just cast lights? 
Yes, I can why do don't we, why dancing don't we just, lights. Why don't we just do that? I'm in the middle of lighting my torch. I mean, at this point, uh, he's the only one who can't see. So, like, I mean, in a torch, will do fine. Uh, but if okay. you have the light cantrip, I mean, that would probably be way easier. Well, last time I got yelled at because <laughs> there was a whole spectacle. So I was trying to be more modest, but that didn't work. Uh, Stick with what you're good at. <laughs> you... T- and the torch lights up, and you see the chamber. Uh, these coffins that right. are lining the wall. Oh, shit, there's some coffins. <laughs> oh, you guys already saw those, didn't you? Good call. Glad to see you caught up. Uh, and so the three of you are are sort of like, you know, huddled around the, the, like the stairs, uh, and you haven't really moved from this spot. Do we see uh, any kind of tripwires or plates or anything that could potentially be a trap? Make an investigation check. All of us? I uh, anyone who wants to investigate. Okay. Natural one. Ooh, oh. That's a great omen for uh, today's recording session. That was the first of the day. Yep. Uh, so you look around and you see no traps. You don't see any like, you know, tripwire, you don't see plates. Uh what'd you get there, uh uh Thelonious? Natural twenty. Hey, there we wow. go. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, 18. 18. With an 18, you uh take a look around and you don't really notice uh I uh, any traps necessarily with a natural 20 you sort of stop and like kind of pause for a moment and you notice that the the coffins that are lining the wall the four of them are are sort of adjacent and flanking the the hallway that leads further into this place and while they are closed they're not nailed shut it looks like they are like the like they're they're like you know the the lids have been put, put in front of them but it does not look like they are like sealed up can I walk up to one of them? Absolutely. Thelonious, you guys notice, starts walking across the room. And he gets about, like, maybe ten feet away from the, the coffins. And three of them just, like, slide off. And you see skeletons inside. And the skeletons kind of shamble out a bit. Kind of, like, claw out their hands. And advance. Make an initiative roll, everybody. Oh, shit. And let me know what you get. It's 12, a yep, D20 plus 16. initiative bonus. Uh, Alice is going first. And Hannibal. Uh, Felonius, what'd you get? Uh, initiative is going to be in the middle of the character sheet towards, eh, kind of towards the top, near armor and stuff. It's going to be your dexterity bonus if you can't find that. Five. Uh, five altogether? Yeah. Oof. I, well, I tell you what, Felonius. Let's see how things go. Alice, it is your turn. Uh, so uh, as far as that goes, Alice, you uh, see these three skeletons sort of like still inside the the, the coffins, and it looks like uh, none of your friends are adjacent to them just yet. Uh, what would you like to do? How far away are they from me? 25 feet? Yeah, they're about 25 feet from you. Uh, I draw a bow. Absolutely. You draw the bow. Do you want to attack? Yes, I'll, I'll uh, fire at the one that's closest to me. Sure, sure. Uh, so you fire at like the, the third one you know, in the row uh, from left to right. And uh, as far as that goes, you won't get sneak attack on this because none of your friends are next to it. But you will still be able to shoot it. Okay, so that is natural 20. Wow. Uh, so that is going to be uh, the damage roll. And you're going to double the damage roll. So uh, if, what is it? A D6 for your, what, short bow? 1D6 plus 3. Yep. So roll 2D6 and then add 3. Okay. And then let me know what you get. Let's grab a bolt of dice here. Uh, 9. 
for my dice roll. Uh, arrow flies through the skeleton and some of the bones shatter a bit, uh, but it looks like the arrow being piercing, uh, a piercing attack, just sort of flies through a lot of the bones. So it doesn't it doesn't seem like it takes quite as much damage. Uh, but you do hit it. Hannibal, it is your turn. Uh, you notice the uh, uh, the arrow sort of flies through a lot of the bones without necessarily, you know, like shattering a lot of it. But it does look like uh, Alice did quite a bit of damage with even an arrow attack on this thing. Is a short sword slashing damage? Uh, it is piercing. Piercing. Uh, what about uh, what about the rapier? Uh, the rapier would be piercing. So they're both piercing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my whip. Uh, whip, I believe is uh, I believe that's uh, bludgeoning, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I can pull it up. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's not piercing. So yeah, yeah. it's it's bludgeoning damage. We'll okay. say. All right, I'm gonna pull out my whip and my short sword, uh-huh. and I'm going to attack. Who's who's closest to me? Which uh, which skeleton is the one that's closest to Alice? Yeah, yeah. You I uh, uh, both stayed kind of by the staircase, looking okay. around. So yeah, it would be that one. And then um, there's two more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna target. Um, so we're gonna say Thelonious is closest to the one that's like number two. Okay, I'll target the one closest to. I'll target the one closest to Alice. We'll just knock that one out real quick. Sure, sure. All right, so I'm gonna attack with my. So how would I do this? Would I attack with my whip first or my short sword first? Uh, do you want to attack? What What do you want to be whips, your main hand? Wh- whips offhand. Whips offhand. Then that would be the bonus attack. One. Okay, so then I'll attack with my short sword first. Sure. All right, so my short sword is, uh, what is that? It's a, oops, it was a six plus. And what'd you get? Uh, 11. An 11 is a hit. All right, and then I roll a. Mm-hmm. And what'd three, you get? Six damage. Six, and this was with the short sword? Uh, yep, so the short sword. Uh, you slash or you pierce in with the uh, short sword, and once again, uh, because it slides through a lot of the bones, they kind of rattle around a bit, but it looks like it's still standing. Okay, then I'm gonna take with my whip then too. Absolutely. So my whip is a nineteen. Uh, that's a hit. I'll roll yep. your damage. And it is a just a, that's so that's no bonus damage. No uh, bone bonus modifier. So right. just the dice roll because it's an offhand strike. Two. Looks like the uh, whip being uh, bludgeoning damage yep. does a lot more to this thing, and you smash through with the whip, and the thing crumbles to the ground in dust. Sweet. Thelonious, uh, you are about uh, like 10 feet away from one of the skeletons and about maybe 15 feet away from another one. Um, you got an arsenal of spells, even cantrips. I'm, I'm thinking of a cantrip, the firebolt. Sure, sure. Do you want to stay where you're at and fire, or do you want to back off? If I went after the guy that's 10 feet away, would I be impacted in any way? No, if you're in melee range, you would have disadvantage to, to fire off a spell. But 10 feet away, you're fine. Uh, but you have pretty crazy range with firebolt. I think it's like 120 feet, so you can go to like a far corner of the room if you want. Yeah, it is 120 feet. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do it. <laughs> uh, you're going to stay where you're at? Or... Yeah, I'll stay where I am. Sure. And you, you stand firm and you fire off a, a firebolt. Roll a d20 to uh, attack. Uh, and you're going to add the spell attack bonus. Natural 20. Yeah. Woof. Uh, no need to add bonuses when it's a natural 20. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, I, what is a firebolt? A d10 damage, I believe? It is. Yeah, so it's going to be 2d10 uh, because you crit. No bonuses get added to that uh, because it's a spell. A lot of times spells don't get modifier bonuses. 
So roll that and then add roll it again and add those together. If it's a zero, that means ten. Right? Ten, yep. Seventeen. <laughs> so you create a ball of fire in your hand, Thelonious, and you just like just hold out your hand and it just blasts out and explodes the skeleton into like bits of dust and like spinal column flies off everywhere and they rattle into the hall and just bounce around. Yeah, how you like that motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> it is just immediately destroyed. The final skeleton that's left uh, advances on you, Thelonious, being the closest. It goes to claw into you and uh, gets a 14 versus your AC. Does that hit? Uh, I am a 14. So, so if, it, if it hits the number exactly, then it does hit. Okay. And you take uh, two, or, um, yeah, two points of damage as it slashes at you with its claw. Okay. And Alice, it's your turn. I... Uh would like to so i'm 25 feet away right so uh yeah oh well, actually no at this point it advanced up a well no that one was a little further so we'll say 25 feet yeah that's okay. right i'm gonna back off about 15 feet am i still in range oh yeah absolutely okay uh, your bow is it. ridiculous yeah okay. range and it's so long as it's within 60 feet you can see it in the dark but he has a torch he's holding anyway so okay. he's fine okay so i back off about 15 feet mm-hmm. give myself some distance and knock back another arrow absolutely you now have your sneak attack damage uh, that you can add in if you hit because one of your friends are adjacent to the enemy that is so i add my attack bonus to uh-huh. that 13 13 is a hit. Go ahead and uh, give me damage. So it's going to be the uh, damage of the bow uh, as before. Uh, so the 1d6 plus the, I think for you, is 3. And then the sneak attack damage as well. Okay, so that's 5 for my normal damage. And then sneak attack is a 1d... Mm-hmm. And you can give me a grand total. It oh, okay. just all adds up together. And let me know what you get. And 10 altogether. 10 altogether. <clears throat> all right. Uh, it looks like the, your your strike blasts away a few more bones. It looks like it's still standing, though. Once again, it being piercing damage, it doesn't quite do as much uh, impact there. Uh, at least the skeletons. Hannibal, it is your turn. This time I'm going to use my whip in my main hand. Sure. All right. You, you swap hands and rush forward. And uh, what would you get with the whip attack? Uh, 13. It's a hit. Wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 13. 13? Yes. <laughs> then you hit. As long as it's not lower, you still hit. Uh, seven damage. Uh, you smash the uh, uh, skeleton with the, the whip, and it crumbles into dust. And you guys are in this room. The, there's no more noise. Nothing else advances out from the other coffin. All right. Can I want to go. My arrows? Yeah, you can, you can pick up your arrows. Uh, I think we need to go check out the other coffin. Agreed. Absolutely. You want to open up the coffin? Yeah. I uh, go ahead and roll me a d20, a Hannibal. Oh, shit. 13. Oh, wait, do I need an initiative in there, too? Oh, uh, nope, nope. This 13. is just a regular uh, d20 roll. Uh, you open up the uh, coffin, and a uh, skeleton kind of, like, advances on you, and you step back and get ready, and it just smashes to the ground, and bones rattle out, and it doesn't look like it's animated. Nice job, Hannibal. <laughs> You got that one good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to do anything. It was so scared of me. It was like, oh, fuck, I'm just going to crumble now. Probably just saw your face. It doesn't have dark vision. It doesn't have eyes. Uh-oh. Skeleton, um, who knows? It probably sees better uh, than you do. <laughs> You're not <laughs> wrong there. Uh, that is true. I chuckled to myself a little bit at that one. <laughs> so you uh, three are are in this uh, 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 chamber. There's a bunch of empty coffins, bones and dust on the ground, uh, and there's a long hallway in front of you. 
Can we see if there's anything else in this room? You look around, and I mean, it looks like this is uh, like a uh, like an entryway into the like, the deeper crypt, and there's some coffins, but aside from that, nothing else jumps out at you. Is there any reason to investigate the bones? Do they look suspicious in any way? Like Make an arcana yeah. check. Okay. Yeah, feel free. And let me know what you got. Plus 11 plus 13. The 13, they sure are bones. Uh, you you don't sense anything magical from them necessarily, but once a skeleton's been animated through like magic or or from like darkness of like the shadow fell or something, uh, you you don't know that it necessarily like infuses a lot of magic into it. Uh, skeletons are, are pretty pretty basic as far as necromancy goes to the best of your knowledge. All right, do you want to take a look inside some of these coffins to see if there's yeah, search some of those? Yep. What's that? Search the search through the coffins. Oh, sure. Uh, uh, you guys can uh, each make an investigation check if you want to see if there's maybe anything in the coffins themselves. Ten. Ten. You look into one, uh, uh, Hannibal, and you don't really see much. You, you root around through the bones a bit and nothing jumps out at you. Six. Six. Yeah, it's a lot of dust. It's not much. Fifteen. Fifteen. Oh, with a fifteen, you do find uh, uh, a like silver ring. You might be worth something. Uh, the silver on its own is probably worth like five silver pieces. All right, I I grab the ring. Absolutely, it's all yours. I uh, now uh, as far as that goes, did you want to advance further? Do you want to sneak? What are you doing? I think we need to move a little yeah, swifter. Keep, yeah, yes, I don't know. We need to run, but we need no, to just keep. Maybe moving. not like, run, but a little bit faster pace, since I feel like these may be trying to slow us down. That could be. Uh, I still feel like it's uh, not not a sneaking pace, but. A slower pace might be the way to go to not draw attention. Medium pace it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fast and slow balance out to medium. So you guys decide to, uh, unless you want to just run off, of course, Thelonious. That's always an option. Uh, I already got some hit points. <laughs> Plus you can't see where you're going anyway. You're yeah. well, I have my torch. Yeah, he's got a torch. Yeah. He's fine. Back off, Hannibal. <laughs> so the three of you advance further uh, down this long, long hall. I... Uh, and you guys uh, walk down for a bit, and you see up ahead uh, with you know your torchlight and your guys' dark vision, uh, it looks like the uh, uh, hall ends, and it opens up into a large chamber. What would you like to do? Uh, can we take a look around the chamber real quick just to kind of see like from where we're at, what's kind of in the chamber? Uh, with 60 feet of dark vision, I can let you know that, that like you, you see the, the chamber open up, but from like further back, you know, like maybe like 20, 40 feet back, you're not really seeing a lot of detail in the room until you get up close to it. All right. Do we want to sneak in? Yeah. Let's sneak in a little bit. Do you want to all sneak up or do you want to, how do you want to do it? Do we hear anything? Make a perception check. Perception? Perception. Yeah, sure. If you want to listen, make a perception check. 12. Nine. You, you no, ten, sir. Nine. Three of you listen, and you don't hear anything. It's quiet. You don't hear water dripping. You don't hear footsteps. You don't hear breathing aside from the th- coming from the three of you. All That's right. off. We should still f- hear footsteps. Well, not necessarily. Unless, they're, unless he's way further. Unless there's another somebody in the Somebody, <clears throat> Alice, wanted to move slower, so <laughs> we may have lost him already. <laughs> Can I snuff out his torch? <laughs> All right. I think we should just advance into the room and yep. fucking see sure. what happens. So you guys walk into the chamber and light kind of uh, exudes out by, uh, I think it's like 20 feet of bright light and then 20 feet of dim light for a torch. Something of that nature. Uh, 
which I can double check, of course, but I think that's about it. Uh, and you guys see a really, really large room. Uh, on the left side wall, you see a hallway. On the right side uh, uh, wall, you see another hallway. So there's a hall to the left and right. Uh, dead ahead across the room, you see uh, what looks to be a large like jail cell uh, that's like you know built into like the earth itself. Uh, so the bars like themselves aren't necessarily connected to like uh, like a metal. Uh, you know, metal on the ceiling and floor so much as it is just bars built into the uh, like the the earth itself. And then it looks like there's like a really like a kind of a shoddy makeshift door uh, that looks like it has like a lock uh, to it, like a like a keyhole, basically. Uh, aside from that, though, uh, you see lining the walls are more caskets. Uh, there's probably about like, I don't know, maybe like 20 of them. Oh, shit. <laughs> um. I think we should go check out the cell real quick. Can we see from where we are? Can we see into the cell at all? From where you're at, and and you're you're quite a bit of ways, you know, away. Uh, like this is essentially, you know, just at the the far end of like your sixty feet of dark vision. Basically, uh, you do see. Well, make a perception check. And what you get? <laughs> One. <laughs> Critical fail. First of the day. You you look and you don't really see. It's shadowy in the the cell. I. Uh, would you guys like to run in? Do you want to sneak in? Do you want to stand should... where, stay, run away? What do you want to do? Proceed cautiously. Yeah, let's agree. Stealth. Stealth forward. Absolutely. If you guys are being real sneaky and quiet, then make a stealth check. And let me know what you get. 16. 16? One. 16. <laughs> Switching dice. <laughs> 16. And then if day. I have a proficiency, then I add two. Uh, yep, proficiency adds a plus two, and uh, don't forget that if it's uh, something you have double proficiency in because you're a rogue there, Alice, you would add the proficiency bonus twice. 19. 19, nice. And 16? Mm-hmm. So you guys are, are, I mean, you guys are, are being pretty quiet. You you do have a torch, which of course certainly draws light you know, and notice around you, but you are moving very, very softly, very quietly. You kind of walk around and you're poking around, and you guys hear a, the clatter of a casket falling over, and Hannibal is there, and it looks like he tried to catch it, and it just slipped through his fingers, hit the ground, and just made this horrible noise that just echoed throughout the place. Just I just face palm. My bad. He, he sees my face <laughs> through the, the torch, and I'm just shaking my head. Uh, so, Hannibal, you feel like you made a lot of noise. Uh, but, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, as far as that goes, you guys have now entered a little deeper into this place, and uh, you do see what looks to be a form sitting down in the jail cell. Sort of shadowy. It's, like, you know, hard to tell, especially uh, for you, uh, Thelonious. You're, you're, you know... You've sort of advanced, we'll say, to like the middle of the room while they've flanked like left and right side. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're a little closer with the light. And so the shadows sort of like cast this like dark image inside the cell. Do I know if it's alive? I mean, you can't really tell. It's sitting there. Hello? And there's no answer. Let's get closer. Can I, yeah, can I creep closer a little bit? So you guys get a little closer. And you guys see uh, a, a pretty humanoid form. Uh, in the the darkness, you know, across the room. And the three of you get a little closer and they look maybe hurt. Maybe maybe they're they've been damaged. It looks like they have scars all over them. Um hello. And there's no answer. Are they breathing? Make a medicine check. Can we all make a 
check? Uh, sure, sure. If you even want to make different checks, you absolutely can. Uh, if you want to make uh, anything else, let me know. I mean, I'm really just checking for any motion that might... Perception. Okay. And what'd you get for medicine? Uh, four. Ooh, with a four, you you don't... It's a little hard to tell. Maybe it's breathing, maybe it's not. It's it's very hard to tell from, from where you're at. Uh, Tholonis, were you making a particular role, perception or anything? I was going to do medicine. I rolled a 15. Uh, 15 with medicine. It does not seem to be breathing. You don't notice the chest moving up and down or anything. If it is breathing, it's breathing immensely softly, but it doesn't seem to be. Uh, 22 for perception. No movement. Stone cold. Just fro- almost as if it's like frozen there. It doesn't move. And you look around the room, you listen, and you don't hear breathing. You don't hear movement of any kind. I... Uh, the the dust cloud that hit the, the, the sort of like got kicked up when he dropped the casket to the ground sort of hangs in the air a bit. Uh, but aside from that, you don't really hear or see much else, uh, though you with a with your perception uh, there, Alice, you do get like kind of a gross feeling from the cell that this creature is in. Can I poke it with my torch? Uh, you uh, the torch is is pretty uh, short. It's a, like the size of like a club, maybe like a, a handheld club, uh, maybe about half the size of a baseball bat or something. And so like you can get the torch inside, but you can't reach it. It's across like this cell. It looks pretty big, probably about like ten feet, and it's sort of oppressed against the wall of the opposite wall. Actually, no, maybe even fifteen feet. It's a pretty big cell, probably fifteen feet by like fifteen feet. Okay, and it's all the way back in the back of the cell. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's all the way back. So in it's the fifteen cell. feet away. Uh, if you get up right up close to the cell, then yeah, it's about 15 feet away. All right. Sh- should we continue to investigate this, or do we need to go after this guy that's running away? Well, we have chambers to the left and right. Which way did he go? Well, we got to try question. one or the other. <laughs> uh, otherwise, you can. I mean, you can certainly investigate here. You don't hear noise. Like, you don't hear somebody running towards you or anything. Even after Hannibal dropped that thing to the ground, nothing is advancing on you. Should we pick the lock on the cell? What do you guys think? Let's uh, let's approach the cell slowly and carefully. I mean, you're at the We're cell at this point. Okay. Yeah, you're pretty much at the cell, and it doesn't seem like it's moving. I mean, I have some thieves' tools. I can try and sure give it a shot, Thelonious. Uh, so you're gonna D20. make a d20 roll, and you're gonna add your dexterity bonus to it and proficiency. Twenty unnatural. Well, not bad. Uh, it looks like it's a very old locking mechanism, uh, uh, which sometimes makes it easy, sometimes makes it hard. In this case, it looks like it's pretty simple to pick, and you uh, use the thieves' tools, and you pop the tumbler, and the the rusty cell door is open. Uh, do you want to, or, or unlocked, I should say. Do you want to open it? Yes. <laughs> It just like makes this horrible, ungodly noise that you slowly open and try your best to be quiet, and it just well, sort of echoes around. Before they are now, yeah. and nothing comes out at you. The figure in the cell doesn't move. The no caskets move around or anything. I'm gonna walk right up to the body and again try and poke it. Hello. You get up close with the torch, and now you have a really good view, uh, and you can see color at this point. With dark vision, they don't see color; they just see the stitched up form. Now that the torchlight is on it and there's no shadow like, you know, like over it or anything like that, you get up close and it looks like it's stitched together. Looks like it's uh, made of like human and elf and maybe even like orc parts. It's a little hard to tell, uh, but it's all stitched together. And uh, you see that the, the top of its head has been like removed and you see that this uh, uh, figure, if it once had a brain, no longer has one. Guys, I think it's dead. 
If you want, make a Arcana check. Uh, you, if you want to know more about what this thing might be. Uh, otherwise, you can also make a nature check. You can make a, I would say, probably like a religion check. Uh, so those three checks are on the table. One of you guys can take each. I did 15 for Arcana. 15 Arcana. Uh, with a 15 for Arcana, you know that this is a flesh golem. Uh, flesh golems are are uh, assembled from body parts, and they, you know, like dark magic and like, you know, weird, weird alchemy gets ma- uh, uh, put into use in order to create it. It follows the will of its master. Uh, typically, uh, golems have like weird quirks. Uh, certain golems have different functions and abilities. Uh, flesh golems, you're pretty sure... Uh, are pretty tough. They're they're very hard to kill. You can't like you know kill them with like standard weapons very easily. They they take like half damage from all like weaponry. Uh, what did you roll there, uh, Alice? I had rolled fourteen for Arcana. Uh, well, uh, it, there was one per roll. So okay. did you want nature or did you want the uh, 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 religion? Uh, let's see. I'll take nature because I get a better bonus. So that would be still be 14. 14. Uh, with a 14 for nature, you know that uh, typically uh, golems uh, use uh, one of like the power source essentially typically is like an elemental spirit that gets put in them. Uh, sometimes it's like just pure dark necromancy, but a lot of the times it's like an elemental spirit gets put in. And sometimes if like they're they are like not handled properly, they might explode or like they go crazy. Uh, like some golems, like if they're electrocuted, they like go like hyper mode and like go super fast. Uh, so, uh, you know, there's a lot of different like weird quirks to golems and there's so many of them. It's a little hard to get them all straight. Uh, did you roll religion there, uh, Hannibal? Yeah, three. With a three, you you don't know uh, a whole lot when it comes to, to golems. It's a, it's a little outside of your area of expertise, but they fill you in and you guys, you know, give your information to each other. Is there anything else in the cell? Make an investigation check. And we're going to say, no, we're going to say just one per person. A lot of the times, unless you guys are going to separate parts of the room or something, we're going to say just one roll per person to speed things along. Six. With a six, you look around and it doesn't look like there's much of anything. Uh, the the rags that like, you know, were on this this golem, flesh golem, uh, I mean, it doesn't look like there was armor or anything. It looks like it's just like, you know, rags ripped off a, a dead body or off a battlefield or something. All right. I think we should head down one of the hallways. Sure. Uh, do you want to take a peek down each hall and see if anything catches your attention before you uh, advance? Yeah, we'll peer down. Each sure. Way. So you look down the uh, path to the left and to the right. You notice the path to the right uh, looks like it uh, uh, kind of like makes a sharp turn to the left. So it looks like it advances further in. However, the path to the left, at least from when you first came in the left, uh, it looks like that is uh, uh, goes to uh, uh, another jail door and then ends. It doesn't look like it's an especially long hallway. So it looks like there's a jail at the end of that hall. I guess we'll quickly check out the, the other jail cell. Yeah, might as well. Absolutely. Uh, it looks like, uh, unlike the uh, the cell door here where it's just iron bars, this one looks like it's a big steel door with like a, uh, 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 like a tiny little window. Do we want to close the cell door back up? Yeah, you want to? Should we? Let's do that. Okay. So you guys like a horrible noise, close the cell door, and you uh, 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 trip the lock again. Uh, so uh, you guys are going to the next jail cell that you found? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you guys get to the uh, the jail cell door, and you... You know, once again, it's pitch black and you peek through even with the the torch. Uh, If someone wants to make a perception check and see inside, they certainly can from the little window. 
Anyone want that? Uh, take that peek. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. And what'd you get? Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, with a sixteen, you look inside the uh, 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 the little window, and with a sixteen, you don't necessarily uh, uh, see anything, but you do sort of like hear this like. Like on the other side of the door, and it sounds like it's coming from like right on the other side. We should back off a little bit. Uh huh. Yeah, and uh, and say hi. Hello. You say hello, and nothing, nothing responds to you. Though, though, once again, you hear like the soft moan. What if this is another flesh golem that is currently occupied by some kind of brain? That's we probably, probably don't want to let it out. Fair guess. <laughs> yep. But we know that this jail cell is locked, right? It, it. Well, you haven't tried to see if the door is locked, but it is certainly closed. Okay. Maybe we should leave it for now. Can we tell from here if it's another flesh golem, or are we not? He can hear it. It sounds like it's like right under the door, like right in front of the door, to the point where he can't see it through the window, but he can hear something. I uh, with the sixteen, I would also let you know that you you smelled a bit of decay. Like coming from that room, I'm gonna say flesh golem. Yeah, we should we should maybe back off a little yeah. bit. Maybe oh, try the other home. Now, just so you know, the flesh golem did not smell of decay. We All smelled of decay earlier. You did from the skeletons. Now the the I thought we smelled it upstairs too when we were walking the cemetery too, right? Yep, and that was from the dead body that got you know the the thing got ripped open. But in order to make a flesh golem, you need to preserve the body parts, or else they'll rot and fall apart. So flesh golems won't necessarily smell rotten. They might not smell great, but they don't smell of dead bodies. I want to investigate. All right, man. Open the damn door. Sure. Do you want to open the door? Yeah. Uh, roll a d20, and we'll see if it's locked or unlocked. 11. With an 11, it looks like it is unlocked. Great. I'm going to back up about... <laughs> 15 feet. I'm going to take a step back and also have my bow at the ready. So you two are like 15 feet back. You guys are kind of ready with your bow, like yep. bows and weapons. I'm, I'm going to look behind me and be like, what's the matter with you two, chicken? Are you I opening just, the door? Open the door. Yeah, are you going to do this I'm or not? opening the door. Johnny Gung-Ho, let's you go. You open the door with, a, with, your, with your cocky, you know, attitude, and immediately a dead body shambles out, rotting, and just, and like claws at you. <laughs> Make a initiative check, everybody. Five. Eleven. Fifteen. Well, I'll be danged. Zombie's going first. Stupid zombie. <laughs> <laughs> zombie rushes out, thing out and claws at you, uh, Thelonious, and uh, gets a, uh, uh, a 13 for your AC. Does that hit? No, it misses. You you dodge aside, and the thing slashes down with its hand, and it looks like it's just trying to smash into you with its like like just weird amount of like strength coming from this dead corpse. I, uh, Alice, it's your turn. All right, I've had I've had my arrow pointed at the door, and I am ready to let loose. Yeah, absolutely, go ahead and roll to hit. Uh, nineteen plus attack bonus. So. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. 24. <laughs> 19 plus attack bonus. Oh, yeah, you hit the zombie without any armor with its, like, rags. Yeah, you uh, absolutely hit. And uh, you had sneak attack damage because uh, your friend Thelonious was kind enough to get into melee range with this thing. Okay, so that's basically I'm going to get 2d6 plus my attack bonus. Uh, yes, okay. or, or plus the damage or the damage from the weapon, yeah. Okay. So what, uh, sneak attack 2d6. 
Uh, sneak attack is 1d6, but the bow is 1d6. Oh, so, so yeah, altogether 2d6. You're okay. right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Plus the, I think, three for you or whatever. So six. Uh, so nine altogether. All right. You do nine damage. Arrow smashes into the shoulder of the thing, and, and it looks like it sort of severs the arm a bit and uh, uh, does quite a lot of damage. Uh, Can I back up as I'm firing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You fire and you back off, like maybe about, like, what, about, 15, 20 feet? About 15 feet. Yeah, sure. You back off about 15 feet. Thelonious, it is right in front of your face. Uh, what would you like to do? So if it's right in front of my face, Firebolt would not be a good idea. You would have disadvantage to hit. You would roll twice and take the worst result. All right. I got two daggers, so I'm going to, I guess, stab it. Sure. Now, uh, uh, what other cantrips do you have? Do you have Shocking Grasp? Oh, I do. Shocking Grasp is a melee touch spell, so it does not oh. have disadvantage. If you'd like, and if it hits, it also removes the reaction abilities of your enemies, which would allow you to run away without it getting a free hit on you. Yeah, I'm bringing the lightning then. Lightning crackles around your hand. You smash it into him. Roll to hit. It's another spell attack. So it's, uh, yep, d20 plus spell attack bonus. Uh, 10. With a 10, you try to, like, you know, grab at the zombie, and it hits it, but lightning kind of crackles out, and you think you get nothing but clothing. Okay. Uh, did you want to move or anything, or do you want to stay put? No, I want to back off. Absolutely. It will get an attack on you for free. Is that okay? I don't really have a choice, do I? Well, yeah, I mean, you can stand there you can and wait. stand there. I mean, your your friend Hannibal is about to rush forward. He might help you and save you. Yeah, I don't trust his ass. I'll back up. <laughs> All right. It absolutely hits you. Uh, and you take five damage as the uh, uh, thing... Or I'm, I'm sorry, no. Uh, you would take only four damage from the thing as it smashes into you. Okay. Uh, how much HP do you have? Uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Thelonious, you get smashed in the uh, 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 the face by this thing, and you just like reel back, and you almost feel like one of your fangs kind of like you know like like wiggle out a bit from the uh, thing hitting you. Hannibal, oh, uh, how far back did you want to move? Because you do move, you know, outside of its range and everything. Well, at this point, I'm going to move as far back as I can. So. Thirty feet. You oh, back right. off thirty feet. Uh, Hannibal is in between you and it, uh, and then behind you is Alice, who got even more range than she had before. Okay. Hannibal, it is your turn. I'm going to pull out my longbow. Uh huh. And attack. Absolutely. And let me know what you got. Ten. Uh, with a ten, arrow goes whizzing past the uh, zombie, hits the uh, the steel door, and it, like hits the ground after that. And that's why I backed off. And oh, I guess I can't. I don't have anything in my offhand, do I? Uh, nope, uh, not when you're firing yeah, with a bow. Okay. Yep. So no offhand attacks when you fire with a bow. Yeah, let's help us out here. Good work, Hannibal. <laughs> maybe maybe heal him. I don't know. You do what you got to do. I got I got heals. Nothing. Hmm. Uh, for the record, none of you have any heals, which is wonderful. Uh, zombie advances up. <laughs> oh yeah, none of you chose a healer. I have one for me. Oh, yeah, self-heal. You're fine. It just means you need to be on the front lines. Hannibal, the, uh, speaking of which, the zombie rushes towards you and uh, gets a, only a 13 versus your AC. That doesn't hit, does it? No. It goes to slam into you, and you uh, parry the blow easily. Uh, Alice, it's your turn. All right. I uh, grab an arrow from the quiver. Absolutely. Aim on and uh -huh. pray. Uh -huh. uh, 18. It's a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. And I still get uh, sneak attack? Yeah, three. because it's next to Hannibal. Yep, okay. exactly. Precisely. And let me know what you get. Add it all together. Oh, crap. Uh, five. <laughs> uh, 
the thing gets another arrow into the left arm and the arm just sort of like like severs off and falls to the ground but it still stands and Thelonious it's your turn I have some rations in my backpack. During battle, that does not do anything for me. No, huh? this is no video game, friend. You you can have a, a sandwich as much as you want, but you'll just be full is and also a, bleeding out. Is that a bonus action? Uh, standard action to eat a sandwich, I think. Uh, now, there are out-of-battle, out-of-combat healing options we can talk about after this uh, scenario, but you're going to probably want to kill the zombie first. Yeah, now that I'm further back, I feel like a firebolt might be a better idea mm, it's range yeah yeah let's do that absolutely go ahead and roll the hit 17 you hit fire smashes into the zombie go ahead and roll damage let me know what you get that's yep. the d10 right? d10 yep and then i do it twice is that right uh nope that was only when it was a crit oh four four damage fire explodes onto the zombie it flails around with its one arm and then drops to its knees and then hits the ground that was a close one, my yeah, friend. No, you're, not, you're not looking too good there. Thelonious, you have... I've had a you better You didn't day. give yourself any healing spells. Oh, no. Uh, sorcerers don't have heals. Oh, sorcerers don't have heals. No, no. No. Yeah, what about you two dorks? You don't have anything to help me here? <laughs> I'm a fighter. Word, word. Supposed to be a team here. None of you can save me. You know, I'm here with all this magic trying to kill the damn thing. Okay, new plan. And none of you got nothing. New plan. <laughs> Uh, I roll my You eyes. stay back and do range stuff. I'll get close and do melee stuff. <laughs> then maybe Wonderful. grow a pair and start investigating more. Instead, you're making me, you know, check I out did, this thing. I didn't uh. make you, your dumbass, do anything. You two wanted to run with your tail between your legs. I'm like, we got to check this thing out. Last well, time I ended checked. up being a zombie, which wasn't a good choice. <laughs> Last time I you know checked, what? I'm still breathing. I smack Thelonious on the back of the head and then take a nip from my flask. Oh, there you go. Thank so, you, Allison. So uh, at this point now, you guys can take a short rest if you want. Uh, if you take a short rest, it's an hour. Uh, however, you are able to use a hit dice. And for you, that would be a D6. So you would be able to use a D6, add your constitution bonus to a Thelonious, and that's the health you get outside of combat. You only get as many hit dice as you have, which you're level one, so that's only this one time. I feel like we kind of don't have a choice. Yes, huh? we don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could, we could back off and explore later. And that's always an option, too. Come you can always retreat. Maybe get some supplies. What if I stay back and you two go further? Yeah. Uh, no. You, you, okay. you would want to stay. I'm sure you probably want to stick together. As much as I like to stay in a... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to take a, a mausoleum by, by myself. All right, why don't all right, you... All right, guys, can we chill out we'll, for a little bit? I'm, short I'm a little beat up. We'll, yeah. ta we'll take a short rest. Sure. Now, do you want to investigate this prison yeah. cell while you're here? I do. Yeah. Absolutely. I... Uh, so, uh, you take a look in, and you see, like, piles of rags. It looks like there's chain to the wall, and, like, there's blood stains. Uh, if you want, you can make a, uh, and each of you can make it if you want an investigation check. And let me know what you got. Mm -hmm. 13. 18. 10. Uh... With a, a 10 and a 13, you guys kind of sift around through the stuff, and, and, like, it's real creepy in here, and, like, there's, like, sort of this weird film on the walls, and it's, like, really makes you uncomfortable. With an 18... You see, uh, uh, on the in the like the pants pocket of the zombie, is the fire sort of like you know you know burns some of its like you know clothing aside. You see in one of its pockets is a healing potion. I uh, add that to my to my inventory. Do we want? 
All right. You gonna share this healing potion? <laughs> well, why don't we wait and see how many hit points he gets back? Let's let's take a short rest and see how we're feeling, and we can take well, we it are, from sure. there. We are trying to chase this guy. If you give me the potion, oh, is that no, immediate? Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's take it would a be short. An we, are, we are taking a short. Let's rest. just take a short break. So you guys are gonna take an hour. Uh, go ahead and roll a d6 and add your Constitution bonus to it, there, uh, Thelonious. And five in your Constitution bonus. I don't have one. So you uh, are, have five hit points back. Okay. And what is your max hit points? Seven. Oh, okay. So you're probably pretty good then. Yeah. In good shape. That way we can, I think it's a good idea to save some of our supplies. Yeah, I agree. And don't go rushing into things <laughs> then, with seven hit points. Then be a little more aggressive, team. <laughs> so you guys. I like living dangerously. <laughs> yeah. So how'd that work out for you? I almost died. <laughs> so. You guys, I, I, I have you know kind of like you know rested up for an hour, and you're you're feeling a lot better, Thelonious. You don't feel like your jawbone is like you know rattling around off the hinge or anything. I'm doing jumping jacks. 19, <laughs> 20, 21, Thelonious is 22. feeling way better. So, would you guys like to head back to that uh, central chamber? I yeah. assumed you rested here in this like creepy jail cell. Yes. yes. Absolutely. So you guys walk back into the uh, the chamber you were at before, and you see uh, all these caskets lining the walls, and you see, of course, this uh, uh, hallway across from you wow, that leads deeper into this place. So the other hallway. Absolutely. So you guys get to the, uh, the hall, and it makes that sharp left turn, and you guys kind of peek around the corner, and you see down a hall that lasts for maybe another like 20 feet or so, maybe 20, 40 feet. Uh, it opens up into another chamber, and it looks like the room that you're seeing up ahead of you is like been like ruined. It's like you know, like like there's like <laughs> stuff sort of shattered and thrown aside, splintered wood. Uh, what would you like to do? Let's go take a look. Take a look. Yeah, absolutely. Are you sneaking up? Are you running up? What do you want to do? Let's walk in carefully. Yeah. So stealth, absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead and make stealth checks, and let me know what you get. Eighteen. And Thelonious, you creep down the hall pretty quietly. Uh, 15. Alice, and you're pretty quiet. All three of you guys are pretty quiet, and you guys creep down the hall and peek in. And you see uh, uh, on another side of the room is another hallway, it looks like, leads deeper in. Uh, However, in the particular chamber you're in, it looks like maybe this was like some kind of shrine or something. And it looks like it's been like wrecked up. It looks like uh, uh, it's been like, you know, thrown aside, like, you know, like any furniture that was in here has been smashed up. Uh, If you guys want, you can uh, make a a few different rolls around the table. Uh, You can make a history check. You can make a arcana check and you can make an investigation check. Uh, I'll take history. Absolutely. Um, I will do, what would you say, history, arcana, and investigation? Investigation. I will do, I'll do an investigation check. Sure. Uh, I got an unnatural 20 for history. All right. Uh, 16 arcana. 16 arcana. Unnatural 20 for investigation. Awesome. So I, with your investigation check, you notice that it looks like a lot of this splintered wood does not look like old and rotting or anything. I mean, like a lot of the wood is older for sure. Uh, You know, these like, you know, seats that were in here or whatever, but it looks like they were more freshly destroyed maybe in the last like, you know, week or so. I, you know, you don't notice like, you know, wear and tear from like years and years Uh, with a, a history check. Uh, you notice that a lot of the the stuff in here does seem pretty old. Uh, it looks like it's it's maybe like hundreds of years old, but it does look like it's been freshly broken. Uh, 
with an arcana check, you notice uh, bits of the shrine as you sort of piece them together. They look like nothing related to the gods. It looks maybe something instead like it's uh, related to the great old ones. With a 16, you would know that the great old ones are also known as the Lords of Madness. Uh, they're they're aberrant beings from like beyond time and space. It looks like this was a shrine that like maybe some cult had set up like years ago that looks like it's been more freshly destroyed. You see the uh, what you piece together. It looks like whatever this shrine was, it was a lot of eyes, like whatever whatever imagery they had. Can I share this with the rest of them? Oh, yeah, or? yeah. Okay. okay, so we yeah. just confer. Oh, sure, yeah. I, I, unless Unless... Usually, unless you guys say, okay. I want to keep this to myself, usually it's just sort of assumed you guys share info. Okay. Do I... So you said that it was a lot of eyes. Mm-hmm. Would we have any inkling as to what type of creature that would be? Uh, I mean, like, uh, I, I, like you could maybe take a shot in the dark. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, uh, Thelonious uh, feels like it might be something maybe Beholder-related. I. Uh, Beholders have a lot of eyes. Okay, that's uh, what I was getting. You're trying to figure it's out. It's a cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you I, I, I want to use, use message, and I just say idiot. <laughs> you hear the 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 softly whispered word idiot in the uh, back of your head. Who said that? <laughs> so the three of you have pieced together that some shrine to some elder being, some lord of madness was recently destroyed here, but aside from that, uh, it looks like the shrine was old, uh, but aside from that, you don't really see much else in this room, and there's a hall that advances further into the place. I think we just advance, right? Yeah, Yeah. so head head on in. Absolutely. So you guys get to uh, the the next, you know, like turn of the hall, and you see ahead of you what looks to be uh, uh, one room to the right, that looks like it's it's darkened. Looks like it's it's like you know like you know, uh, no light comes from it. Uh, further down the hall, maybe in the the hall is is quite long. It's probably like 120 feet. This next hall you're looking down. So there's a room like you know maybe like you know 20 feet to your right, and then like 60 feet to your right is a room that does have some light coming from it. Like dim lighting is kind of streaming out, and then way down at the end of the hall you see a tiny tiny light. Uh, very, very tiny way in the distance. Chair the first room? Yeah, let's take a look in the first room. Absolutely. Uh, so you guys head into the uh, the room on the right, uh, and you see it's this like blackened room, and you put your torch in, and it's just sort of this like weird, like empty room that looks like it's dirt flooring, like very, very, like you know, more fine, fine dirt than like the, the earth that you've been walking, you know, through. Uh, and aside from that, like you just sort of have this weird, gross feeling in this room. There's something just really off about this. What would you like to do? Uh, we don't, I guess, take a look around, kind of see if we can see, discern what's in the room maybe. Sure. Uh, I mean, like, there, you don't really see anything in the room. There's no furniture. There's no paintings. There's no nothing. Uh, however, if you want, you can make an investigation check. What's with the... So the floors we've been walking on prior are not dirt. But this a lot of has, stone. A lot of a lot stone. Like, a lot of... Because like, it looks like it is the, the depths of a mausoleum that have been, like, made by people. This room in particular looks like it was maybe, like, carved out. 
like you know probably a long time ago uh but it does you know there's something just this gross feeling in the room and it's a dirt floor and it just there's something off about it uh 16 investigation the 16 investigation you sort of dig around a bit and you look around and uh as as you uh dig a little bit uh you notice like in the uh uh the earth you pull out what looks to be a bone and it kind of slides out of the ground uh not very easily it's pretty pretty uh old but you have this uh uh bone in your hand uh if you want you can make a uh, medicine check on it okay let me know what you got uh 10 with a 10 you look at it and uh it's it's a little hard to to tell exactly what bone it is but one thing is for sure this is not the bone of an adult it looks like this is the bone of a child can i tell what like what race or would it be you look at it and you you just you you can't tell it's like okay. you know it's it's a, it's a bone you're not sure even like what body part it would be for but it is quite a bit smaller okay. than you feel like it should be and you're pretty sure it is the bone of a child. Is there any sort of like, could you detect like a magic with the bone or something by itself? Or uh, Make an arcana check. Seven. With a seven, you look at it and you you don't really like, you know, sense magic coming from the bone itself or anything. Uh, but all of a sudden, Thelonious, you sort of like hear what sounds like maybe like the like as you're holding the bone and looking at it, you see hear the uh, like the soft cries of a child in the distance. And when you let go of the bone and like kind of pause for a moment, it immediately comes to a stop. And you just sort of look down and see this like bone that gives you this weird, awful feeling. You all right there? Yeah. Here, Alice, hold this for a minute. All right. I, I take it. And you look at it, Alice, and you were holding it a little bit, you know, before looking at it. And once again, you you sort of like hear this, like you know, a Thelonious, like much like Thelonious, you get this sort of like ghastly like expression on your face as you sort of hear like children crying, like sort of almost sounds like it's coming from all around you. And you drop the the bone to the ground, and it sort of hits the ground, and dust sort of kicks up a bit. And you guys are sort of the three of you alone in this room where you sort of get this awful, awful feeling. And there's this like sort of like kind of chill in the air. And you sort of have heard children crying. I look at the and I'm like, did you did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Like crying. What is it you guys heard? It's like children crying. Do you you don't hear it? Nope. Do you want to pick up the bone? Sure. And you pick up the bone and you stare at it for a moment and you much like the others in fact the other two sort of start hearing it at this point too you know it sounds sort of like the soft sobs of a child no i'm good i put the bone down and you put the bone down and you guys the three of you are alone in this room with a child's bone in the middle of the floor we should back up and you guys sort of back off and pause and turn and the bone just silently sits there. And that's where we're gonna go ahead and pause today's session.
Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.